0: x's and o's can be fun but health is always the great equalizer dr kyle trimble doctor of physical therapy is with me today to talk the patriots and bill's list of walking wounded stick around you're about to be locked into the locked on patriots podcast you are locked on patriots your daily new england patriots podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful and thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and also your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Patriots free and available on all platforms including YouTube. So smash that subscribe button, download, subscribe to and follow Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So please be sure to drop a note to me. Let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Lockdown Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And of course, Patriots Country as well at Pat's Country F-N. Pats fans, Bills fans, we are only just a couple of days away from a big-time showdown, at least from a Patriots perspective, at Gillette Stadium Thursday night. The Patriots welcome the Buffalo Bills throwback night. Pat Patriot going to be all over Gillette Stadium on Thursday, but something else that's going to be all over Gillette Stadium is health-related concerns. And anytime health is factored in, we always look to find the wisdom and counsel of the very best experts on the subject. And I am thrilled today to welcome one of those best experts on the subject. He is a doctor of physical therapy, as well as being the publisher of bangedupbills.com. You've seen his written work, and also he's been quoted several times on platforms such as SB Nation, also including Patriots Country and Bill Central of Sports Illustrated's fan nation. He is my good friend and he handles an injury analysis for all of the AFC East. Dr. Kyle Trimble joins me today. Dr. Trimble, thank you so much for joining me today. And welcome back to Locked On Patriots.
1: Mike, thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure to talk with you.
0: Absolutely. The pleasure is all ours. And Kyle. The injuries on both sides of the sidelines are going to be discussed here today because the Patriots and Bills do have a list of walking wounded, including some notables on that list. But before we get into the logistics of muscle, bone injuries, things of that nature... There seems to be a little bit of an illness ripping through the Bills sidelines and into the locker room and a lot of misinformation going around out there. Um, Not a whole lot of concrete info on this, but obviously this is something that has caught the eye of both Bills fans and Patriots fans. Eight players sidelined on Sunday. Not an official injury report listed on Sunday per league regulations, but Monday's injury report comes out. Down to five, uh, including cornerback Dane Jackson, safeties Jaquan Johnson, DeMar Harman, uh, wide receiver Khalil Shaker, and tight end Quentin Morris, all listed as being out of Tuesday's practice with an injury. Excuse me, Monday's practice. <laughs> it's a little bit different on, a, on, a, uh, <laughs> on a, uh, a short week here, Kyle, so just bear with us. But uh, all kidding aside. We're hearing different things from different sources that this illness is kind of ripping through the Bills locker room or some information coming out of Buffalo that maybe it's not as serious as maybe some of the reports are out there. You have your ears always to the ground on this. You're dialed into this. How serious of a problem are we dealing with here when it comes to this Bills illness and its relationship to Thursday night's game?
1: I don't believe it's to be all that serious. Uh, we had that happen last week, and in Buffalo, they had uh, Tim Settle, Matt Milano, Jordan Phillips, Cam Lewis, and uh, Reggie Gilliam all deal with illness last week. And then this week, right now, we had Saron Neal, Jordan Poyer, Tyler Matikovich, and Naheem Hines all didn't practice on Sunday. And then add in Demar Hamlin, Dane Jackson, Quan Johnson, Quentin Morris. They're all dealing with some type of illness. Uh, they they. Always clarify it's non-COVID, which we haven't really seen any COVID stuff related this year, which is a very positive sign. And as a whole, not even with just football, but just as a community, we're seeing less and less cases of that. Um, but I don't know exact illness, whether it's a stomach bug or things like that, but I could tell you um prior the two weeks prior to this prior Thanksgiving, my family had dealt with sickness. It was the the runny nose, a coughing, the headache, that kind of stuff. So um I know a lot of these guys have younger kids and they you know daycare. It seems like anytime you have a kid in daycare, you're coming home with something it's easily transmittable. We're not wearing a mask anymore because the COVID restrictions have been reduced. So I'm sure it's just something that you're not feeling too great. You give a little cough and suddenly you got that head cold that everybody else has. But Uh, All those guys last week that had the illness, they all played with the exception, I think, maybe Reggie Gilliam, Mm -hmm. but I think he did. And then even this week, the guys are missing one practice and getting back the next week here. So um, I believe as of uh, Tuesday, as we're recording, only Quentin Morris, who is more of a backup tight end special teams guy, wasn't practicing, uh, if I read that report correctly. But it appears to be pretty minor, and this really shouldn't be affecting guys on Thursday, at least from a performance standpoint.
0: Yeah, that's very good to know. And look, New England Patriots fans are not exactly um, in the dark about these types of illnesses that have been rolling around. Uh, Damian Harris, a couple of weeks ago, was out due to an illness It affected Jack Jones, the rookie quarterback. Um, hasn't been as widespread. You're not seeing as many players pop up. On these injury reports, Um, obviously, Trent Brown, there was some confusion about whether or not he may have been dealing with something during the bye week Uh, when he came back, maybe trying to get his legs back. Not really enough to be put on an injury report, but players get sick throughout the course of the season, and it definitely can be an issue when it's something that can rip through a locker room. But it's good to know that the Bills are getting healthy at the right time. I guess, depending on your perspective, some Patriots fans are probably not happy to hear that. But bottom line, I mean, we always root for good health for both teams if you're a true fan. And that's something that is definitely great to hear. So thank you for your insight on that, Kyle. And thank you for talking, I think, a lot of Patriots fans and maybe Bills fans off the ledge in terms of the seriousness of this. Good information as well um, on the previous, uh, uh, you know, couple of weeks and the fact that the Bills have been dealing with this now for a little while. Uh, it looks like they've uh, pretty much got this under control. So, Kyle, illness is always interesting because it's unpredictable, but injuries are also always unpredictable, folks. And the Bills are dealing with a couple of significant injuries, so a couple of significant ball players on both sides of the ball. Yeah, folks, we're going to talk a little bit about Von Miller, and Dr. Kyle Trimble is going to give his expert analysis on exactly what this means for his potential future this year and beyond, as well as Deion Dawkins, a um, the offensive lineman for the Bills, noticed in a walking boot earlier this week. What does that mean for his future this season? And of course, there's still lingering concerns amongst a lot of you about Josh Allen's elbow. We're going to talk to him about that in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first... It's the holiday season, Kyle, and I know you, like many others, are always on the go. You're always looking to try to get somewhere, maximize your time, and get everything done before the holidays are upon us. And if you're looking for an extra bit of assistance when it comes to a ride, try our good friends over at Toro, the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Toro, you can book any car you want and wherever, wherever, wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. You can browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. You can book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip, get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday, or you can simply find an affordable economy car if you're on a budget and just need to get from point A to point B. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. So every trip is backed by liability insurance, Terms and conditions and exclusions will apply. Find it, your drive at Turo.com. Patriots fans, thank you once again for taking time out of your busy schedule to make Lockdown Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. And here today, we are thrilled to have the expert analysis of Dr. Kyle Trimble, doctor of physical therapy and the publisher of bangedupbills.com. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of those banged up bills, Kyle, uh, because Earlier this week, we definitely, uh, you know, saw a difficult news story come out of Buffalo, and that is a lateral meniscus tear for Von Miller, the, the big-time linebacker for the Buffalo Bills, huge free agent acquisition. Miller has been such a breath of fresh air for this past rush. If there was an area of the Bills' defense that a lot of people thought maybe needed a little extra kick heading into this season... It was the pass rush, and Miller has provided that without any question. It's not an ACL tear, so it's definitely good news in terms of that, but we're still hearing conflicting reports on whether this could be season ending or whether or not he could be back in time for the stretch run. Based on what you've heard, based on what you've seen with Vaughn, what is your take on this injury? Where do the Bills stand, and where does Vaughn stand right now when it comes to his injury?
1: So, just to recall briefly, Von Miller suffered a right knee injury uh, late in the second quarter, and it wasn't readily apparent on film until they showed that the broadcast view, or at least the odd Madden 22 view. And they showed that his knee went into that valgus force. There was significant worry for a ACL tear, meniscus MCL was also in play. And they found out that it was a lateral meniscus, which all things considered is probably one of the better outcomes he could have had, um, mcl maybe being the only better one but even then those are still could be tricky there so the plan was to give him seven to ten days to rest and then they want to reevaluate and see where it's at there so his timeline is very fluid right now because they haven't made a decision what they want to do the three options they have are rest and rehab a meniscectomy which is basically they cut out the small piece of the offending tissue or a meniscus repair if he goes the meniscus repair, he's out for the season. That's just how it is there. Um, those are usually reserved for pretty significant tears. They do have pretty good outcomes when they do have that, and it uh, is beneficial for long-term health. But you look at Von Miller; he has a chance to win another Super Bowl. He has a chance to keep on playing, and you could get this—you could delay the surgery and have it later on. So, like, you could play through this this injury. It just depends on how severe and the type of tear. So that leads us to more where I think they either go the meniscectomy route or the rest and rehab. And we don't know which way they're going to go right now. And mm. originally I had thought that they're going to, he's going to miss two to four games based off the information we know at the time there. I think once we hit after Thursday's uh, contest against the Patriots, we'll get more, more, more clarification of whether he got undergo surgery or whether he goes the rest and rehab option. Um, He's been on Twitch, which I'm not on. I have no interest of in being on, but I've had um, people in my DMs tell me that he's working real hard in rehab. They're working him hard. He wants to try to get back out there. So he's thinking a week or two, which could put him in play for the Jets game, maybe the Dolphins game as well there. Um, if he goes the rest and rehab approach, that is banking on the idea that maybe he doesn't have what's called a bucket handle tear is basically where a part of the meniscus is torn and it kind of flaps over which causes a locking of the knee and you can function with those but it's a lot tougher and sometimes you can do everything right in the knee still gets locked up because there's basically a jam in there as that flap gets flapped over until it kind of gets unjammed so if it's any other type of tear he could play through that and it might just take some time to Play with a brace, which you said he's comfortable with, and how his knee responds to rehab there. So, that seven to 10 day window that they're talking about, they want to see hey, is this thing swollen up a lot? Is, as you get, are you able to perform, do what you need to do, at least from a functional, normal standpoint, much less a football standpoint? Can you run, bike, everything else with that there? And if he's fine, get him back out of their practice, make sure he's okay. But if it's still getting a lot of problems, maybe cut that offending piece out and then get back to the rehab and maybe miss a little bit more time. Um, The downside of doing the surgery, if he does do that approach is a, it's probably a longer rehab timeline, but also two that could accelerate arthritic changes in his knee, which playing professional football, he's probably going to develop arthritis at some point, but he also has had an ACL tear in re um repair in that knee back in 2013 i believe so you got to worry about what the quality of the knee looks like even prior to that surgery and i'm sure prior to sign that massive contract they did imaging on every injury he he had previously so there's a lot of unknown variables that we're going to get some answers to in the next few days here but i it sounds like he wants to the rest of rehab approach though he is an optimist from what i've seen and i can't imagine he's going to say i'm going to shut it down unless it's something he physically cannot play through.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you on that. And I think that is overall good news for the Bills, good news for Vaughn. Obviously, it's not a worst case scenario with the type of injury that he has. And based on the information you provided with the tear, it looks like there is significant and um, uh, notable optimism uh, for him to be able to return this season. And you make a very good point. I mean, this is a guy that came to Buffalo with the intent of contending for a Super Bowl. This team is right in the thick of being able to do that. I think the handful of the very top teams in the league, arguably maybe the most complete team in the NFL right now. And his abilities on the field are a big reason for that. Eight sacks, 21 tackles, 10 of which have come for a loss, two passes, defense, one forced fumble in 11 games. That, really propelled Buffalo's pass defense into another stratosphere. They're 12th uh, in uh, total yards allowed per game and fourth in overall pass defense. So, Von Miller, a huge, huge impact on Buffalo's defense. And Patriots right now are catching a little bit of a break being without him, but that's still a formidable pass rush. you got guys like Greg Rousseau that can definitely do the job. So, still not an easy task for the New England Patriots, far from it, as a matter of fact, when uh, you talk about what Buffalo can do defensively. But, Kyle, I wanted to ask you also a little bit about left tackle Deon Dawkins. Um, sat out Monday's practice. He was spotted by um, reporters at the scene on Sunday wearing a walking boot. He's listed right now on the uh, the injury report with an, an ankle injury. Uh, when you're spotted wearing a walking boot and you sit out a couple of practices, it usually doesn't bode well for your ability to suit up on Thursday. What are you hearing about Dawkins? Is there a chance that we might see him, or is this probably a lost week for him?
1: I'm leaning toward lost week only because based on video, it looked like he suffered a right high ankle sprain. And what happened was one of the Detroit defenders was trying to get Josh Allen. He kind of got a hold of Allen and got swung around and clipped uh, Dawkins from behind and caught his right ankle as Dawkins was trying to move forward there. So mm-hmm. he had that classic dorsiflexion eversion mechanism there. And the benefit of Dawkins, though, is his ankle squared out pretty quickly. So it got hit, but then it wasn't like that body came over and added insult to injury. So it squirted out pretty quickly. He did have it taped up on the sideline during the second half of the game. He was questionable return, and he was seen jumping up and down, though. I'm sure adrenaline, everything else that goes into that could kind of mask some of that pain the had going on there. So um, we haven't had they, – they didn't say that he was week to week or day to day. They said that he was going to take it one day at a time. So if he might have a ankle sprain, he's probably going to be out for, for Thursday, but he might not. I just It's not clear, but by video, it looked like it. So um, in the Tuesday press conference for Sean McDermott, they said he wouldn't practice on Tuesday. Uh, that gives him three straight practices not practicing. Technically, he has Wednesday, but that's probably more like a walkthrough or an estimation because they're going to be playing on Thursday. So we'll see how that plays out. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a questionable designation the one benefit to him, though, having a right ankle injury playing left tackle, and I, I can't take credit for this because this comes from some somebody far smarter than me. Uh, his name is Aaron Borgman. He was the athletic trainer, uh, physical therapist for the Chiefs and the Eagles for 12 years. And he had said that uh, playing with the inside ankle, um, the right ankle playing left tackle this doesn't stress the ankle as much because on the outside ankle uh, in pass protection specifically, you're going into that dorsiflexion eversion, which is a lot of stressors that places the ankle for a high ankle. But mm-hmm. on that right side being left tackle, he's able to push off it, but he's not stressing the ankle as much. So he could return quicker. So are we looking at a, you know, three to five week injury timeline which we should see with high ankles or are we seeing maybe a, you know, one to two games missed because of how this, build schedule sets up um i'm leaning toward the second because that'd be obviously beneficial for you know my my team but mm-hmm. based off the position he may be able to come back a little bit quicker there so um it was great insight by aaron from somebody who's worked in the nfl um he was talking about specifically that with tristan wirfs with with their uh, injury with his ankle but i don't think dawkins plays on thursday but could come back for that second game and be quite effective in january
0: Yeah, the Patriots definitely looking at that offensive line and saying, well, you know what, Dawkins is not only one of the most adept blockers in the league, but he is also a threat every time he lines up to be in that jumbo formation or possibly an eligible pass catcher as well. So if the Patriots are to, uh, you know, catch again uh, another break, if he's not in the lineup, that certainly, uh, you know, will uh, make their defensive line, uh, you know, (laughs) pin their ears back a little bit and at least uh, take note of that. But again, the Bills have a very deep offensive line and they have a lot of weapons to be able to utilize. Kyle, I wouldn't be doing my job if we didn't wrap up our Bills talk without a little talk on Josh Allen's right elbow. Obviously, we're a couple of weeks removed from the scare where they thought he might miss significant time to the thought where he might miss a couple of practices to him being back in the lineup. Um, Any lingering concerns in the Buffalo camp right now on Josh's elbow? Or is this something that we're completely behind? He's a full participant on the practice report. Leads me to believe that, that Josh is doing pretty well
1: he is he's making progress um monday's practice officially was the first time where he had practiced in full because prior to that he was limited wasn't Mm -hmm. throwing in practice really wasn't able to stress that uh elbow too much and saving those throws for uh the games and whatnot so he suffered what it sounded like was a grade two tear because will carroll injury expert he does more baseball stuff but he had a pretty um concise report from somebody in the bills um Bill's administration, somebody in there that said there was a 10% tear, which suggests a grade two, because you can see that visibly on MRI where a grade one is microscopic and you might see some local edema and whatnot there. So mm. there was definitely an injury. And what happened was he got his arm um, ripped back uh, against week nine against the jets when I believe it was Bryce Hoff went to go hit the the ball out of his hand and stress the elbow that way there. So I originally thought he was going to miss two or three games because of the significance of the right elbow and throwing. And yeah, just everything that Josh Allen does, but they felt that he was the best chance at winning those games. And they have going two and one with him playing, but we've seen his play not be the best. And the, the deep ball has been fine though. He hasn't been airing it out super far. Like we saw with that 70 yard pass right after he th- injured the elbow in week nine, but he's been missing more of the touch throws and more of that short stuff because that requires more accuracy, which we've seen him, still struggle with because of the elbow injury. So he's not out of the woods yet, but I'm hoping that a Patriots defensive end or defensive tackle doesn't get in there and try to hit his arm, which could reset everything off again. So not getting the Patriots defense any ideas, but that's been my fear the entire time is avoid the hits to the elbow, which caused everything in the first place.
0: Yeah, and I mean, at that point, and nobody ever, you know, looks for uh, reasons to either injure anyone or they, at least they shouldn't be. Uh, but uh, at this point, uh, it's good to hear that Josh is moving in the right direction. And uh, again, his dual threat capabilities, whether it be extending plays with his legs or using his arm to be able to you know, find one of the many weapons that he has on this team, has been a difficulty for the New England Patriots, especially in the last two games these teams have played. Josh Allen has been the catalyst uh, for that Bill's offense really going off, including a historic performance the last time these two teams met in the playoffs in January back in Orchard Park. Kyle, I always thank you for joining me and sending all of your wisdom and counsel when it comes to Bill's injuries here on Locked On Patriots. But, folks, we're not about to let Dr. Kyle Trimble go just yet because, after all, this is Locked On Patriots. And the Patriots are dealing with their share of walking wounded. We're going to talk Damian Harris. We're going to talk David Andrews and a few others involved right now in the Patriots injury list And we're going to get Kyle's take on that. And when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast concludes. But first, this episode today, folks, is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're absolutely going to love. Find Block Forever now wherever you get your podcasts. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He gives football fans and insiders look at the game through the eyes of the greatest players and personalities of all time. Khalil sits down with star players, coaches, and former pros across the league to get real about what happens on the field and and behind the scenes. That includes in the locker room, during team meetings, even back at the hotel. (laughs) New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. They're available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. So, catch the full Block Forever series available anywhere you get your podcasts. Available everywhere now. Audible, get in the game. Patriots fans, we are about to wrap things up here on the Locked on Patriots podcast. Joining me today is Doctor of Physical Therapy and publisher of bangedupbills.com, Dr. Kyle Trimble. And Kyle, you've been amazing about providing us intricate details uh, when it comes to the Buffalo Bills injury report, whether it be Josh Allen, Deion Dawkins, Von Miller, or this mysterious malady that is ripping through the locker room right now. You've given us a good amount of information there, but again, this is Locked On Patriots, and Kyle's expertise is not limited to the Buffalo Bills folks. He is providing amazing analysis on all four AFC East teams this year, including your New England Patriots. So, Let's start with the unfortunate for the New England Patriots. Uh, Damian Harris continues to be bit by the injury bug, Kyle. And unfortunately, on Thanksgiving night, he left the game with a thigh injury. Damian right now uh, has been seen on crutches, apparently in significant pain in the locker room on Thursday night. Hasn't practiced. We haven't seen Tuesday's injury report yet at the time we're recording, but if he hasn't practiced in a couple of days, it's not looking good. Um, what are you hearing on Damien's injury and what may this mean for the Patriots long-term because his prospects are playing on Thursday night, do not look good.
1: Agreed. Um, from what I was seeing, the athletic was reporting that Damien Harris would not play on Thursday. And that came from also Ian Rappaport and all the big national guys there. So um, I did see the reports when he, I believe he suffered sometime in the first quarter, he was mm-hmm. limited to I think about 11 snaps I did not see on film what was going on, but usually when you got a thigh injury, usually it's a direct blow to that area. And being a running back, and relying so much on those quads and the hamstrings to drive yourself forward there, that a deep enough contusion could really cause a lot of swelling, pain in that area that would really prevent him from um, pushing off the affected side, really trying to drive forward and really just make him ineffective. And then of course, with it being that deep, if it is that deep, even walking, getting up and down would just be incredibly painful. So, if he's on crutches, I don't see how he plays on Thursday. And the uh, reports are trending toward that to right. begin with
0: yeah absolutely and uh, at this point um especially from what we heard uh from our guys in the locker room on thanksgiving night uh damian apparently uh you know throwing some curse words around really having some difficulty and i don't mean to make light of it because he was in a significant amount of pain this is a tough guy that played through a lot he had both at his time at alabama and uh, in his time in a patriots uniform and if there's a situation where it's even difficult for him to you know do very mundane tasks like put on pants and things of that nature. Uh, not looking good for Damian. And hopefully maybe some rest he'll be able to get out there for the stretch run. But uh, unfortunately, it looks like he will be out uh, for uh, Thursday night. Again, that hasn't been 100% confirmed yet by the Patriots. But Thursday's uh, uh, excuse me Tuesday's official uh, injury report and then Wednesday's information uh, will be telltale there. It's not all bad news for the New England Patriots when it comes to injuries, especially thigh injuries, because lo and behold, center David Andrews went from potentially being out for the remainder of the season to coming dangerously close to suiting up for Thursday night's game against the Minnesota Vikings. Again, a thigh injury here. We're hearing unconfirmed reports that it was a leg contusion. Um, But that hasn't been confirmed. But that seems to be the consensus, Kyle. When you look at David's injury, look at the position that he plays. Um, he seems optimistic that he's going to try to give it a go on Thursday night. Again, folks, that's not confirmed yet. But if he does, how surprising is that to you, considering the injury and the information that we were hearing prior to his availability in practice?
1: So Andrew suffered the injury, I believe, is the second quarter um, with like two and a half minutes left. And what happened was he was running up the field. He got clipped from the outside by one of the Patriots, or excuse me, uh, Jets defenders. It really hit him hard on the outside of the left leg there. So um he struggled to get up off the field. He couldn't put a lot of weight through that there. It's interesting that they're saying this potentially season ending, and then he's getting ready to suit up against the Vikings, which he'd end up not playing, but he's there. I was reading stories on how tough he is and whatnot. And he, that he wants to be out there, which I, I commend him. He's a former undrafted free agent. He does. he's had to fight for every opportunity that he's had in the league here. So it's real interesting that he's going to be able to get back out there and playing despite this potentially being be a season ending. And I'm not saying that the injury was bad enough to end the season, but just due to the timing of the injury might've led to him missing multiple weeks, causing a season ending injury. So uh, this is probably very similar to the Damien Harris injury with regards to a deep thigh contusion. Um, keep in mind that, that's still gonna cause pain and swelling in the area. He's gonna have trouble extending the leg. He's gonna have trouble bending down over time. So mm. I question how effective he's gonna be if he does play. But this is a guy who played through a torn rotator cuff last year, I believe. He's gonna make every effort be out there. But I question right. on you know, plays going to his left, how effective he's gonna be extending that leg and trying to drive forward there. Do they Mo- uh, modify things, have him drive more to the right to push off the right side. I'm real curious to see how effective he's going to be. But, you know, you got Ed Oliver, uh, Tim Settle, Dequan Jones hanging over him. I'm trying to put as much effort or not effort, but his weight on his left side to really make him work on that side, maybe knock him over that way. But Andrews, once again, he's tough. I don't see him going down without a fight.
0: Yeah, no question about it. He definitely is as tough as they come. I've had the privilege of covering David here for a number of years. And when it comes to playing through pain, when it comes to setting an example for his team, uh, providing that he's not doing any long term damage to himself he's going to always opt for that. So it didn't surprise me that when Norris started to come out that he was going to be able or at least would be able to entertain the idea of getting back on the practice fields and giving it a go, that he was going to give it everything he had. And that's something that uh, Patriots players and the fans uh, have admired uh, from David for a number of years. One of the big reasons why he's a team captain. You heard quarterback Mac Jones the other day say about how it was an emotional lift, a spiritual lift to see David out there on the field. And it really did, uh, you know, give a lot of uh, the players uh, something to uh, to be optimistic about. So hopefully we will continue to see David Andrews on the field for the New England Patriots. Kyle, before I let you go today, just one quick question on Isaiah Wynn. We continue to see him bit by the injury bug uh, over and over again. A foot injury now has kept him out of practice. Not really sure what this means for him uh, in terms of uh, playing on Thursday night, but if it is a situation where he is dealing with a foot injury now, um, what are you hearing on uh, Isaiah Wynn's potential injury and what it may mean for his availability down the line?
1: I'll tell you, Mike, the, one of the biggest things I cover in the A this year, uh, in addition to the Bills, is the lack of information on his injuries. Some, sometimes you can find it on film, sometimes there's some detailed reports, um, depending on the uh, source, but a lot of times it's just you got a designation and how much participation they have. And that's what happens with Isaiah Wynn here. So he had a foot injury. Um, This dates back to, I believe this is something happened sometime I think in practice last week, if I recall correctly. But we don't know what exactly was going on with it. And um, a foot injury for a big guy like that is never great. Uh, he didn't play last week. I, he wasn't practicing again, uh, on Monday. I haven't seen how he has practiced on Tuesday if he's going to, but that doesn't bode well for him. And I know that he's been dealing with injuries. He had a back injury earlier this year and then that, uh, went into a hip injury and then he missed a game with a shoulder injury. And once again, he's one of those guys. I've just never been able to find information on, but, um, they're not necessarily coming off a short week because they played last week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know, do you keep him out one more week, knowing that you have the ability to rest him up and then get him back for you know having a ten-day rest break, or do you try to push him back out there? Uh, mm-hmm. I do know that they're trying to still work through other injuries. They have uh, Yadny Kajous uh, dealing with a calf mm-hmm. injury, um, right. so that's something to be mindful of. If if Kajous is playing well, which he did play last week, maybe get Isaiah Wind back out there. Trent Brown's been able to avoid the injury bug from what I've seen for the most part. So maybe you let Isaiah Win rest, knowing that whether this is a midfoot sprain or whether it just... We don't know what's going on in there. We're, you know, plantar fasciitis, something like that. Give the guy a rest because the Patriots are still in playoff contention and you're going to need every healthy body down this final stretch here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You make a very good point, and that's something I can lend my expertise on. Uh, the Patriots actually enjoyed... A very good game from their offensive line. Surprisingly, they've been much maligned this season. But uh, even though they came out on the losing effort, uh, a lot of that was more on defense special teams snafus. But they had a solid night in pass protection. 28.6% pressure rate against a very stout Vikings defensive front. You mentioned Yadne Kajas. Could just, could just uh, stood out having allowed just two quarterback hurries. And I think what was his best outing as a pro. So if it is indeed an injury that could end up getting worse or that requires some rest, Isaiah Wynn might have that luxury of time, but again, just the story of a player with all the talent in the world, and just unfortunately injuries continue to bite him, uh, and uh, it, it really, I think it's his something, avail- his ability uh, to be the type of player the Patriots hoped he could be when they drafted him in the first round a couple of years ago. Kyle, what can I say? I thank you so much for stopping by the pod today to lend your wisdom and counsel the way only you can. Before I let you go today, please let everyone know where they can reach out to you, where they can interact with you, and what you have coming down the pike in terms of your great work, not just for bangedupbills.com, but the entire AFC East.
1: So you find my work at bangdupbills.com. You find me on Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, and Facebook at bangedupbills.com. Uh, you can find my weekly appearances on locked on bills with Joe Marino. You can find my also appearances on gridiron heroics and uh Buffalo late night. Um, make sure to head over to uh, bangedupbills.com for a detailed analysis of what's going on with um, Vaughn Miller. I did another piece on Josh Allen. Um, so you could any bills injury, And then to a lesser extent, AFC East injury, you can find over there and you can at least get some ideas on the enemy as as you might see it or just have a better understanding um, as what's going on around the division, especially as the playoff race starts heating up in December.
0: Absolutely, folks. And anytime Kyle puts voice to microphone or pen to paper, you want to pay attention. One of the best in the business at what he does when it comes to the physical condition of a lot of the athletes that we watch each and every week, especially right here on Locked On Patriots. And he mentioned Joe Marino of Locked On Bills. Don't forget, the crossover Thursday is still coming at you this week. It might be game day, but it's still crossover Thursday here on the pod. So be sure to download that episode. And be sure to subscribe to Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. And now that you've made Locked On Patriots your first listen, make your second listen, our good friends over at Locked On Sports Today. All of the sports news you need, all comprehensive, and even the take of the day. So you can find Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, on behalf of Dr. Kyle Trimble, I am Mike DeBate. Thank you very much for taking time out to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your Pats coverage today. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, continue to stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.